commence primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! You may fire when ready. From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Grex, come back and listen to the core world news. Your holiday news service providing in depth coverage for the latest stories around the galaxy. Now, the news segment rundown for June 15th, 2022. Old Ben's Hermit Heart. Now, here's Ben Grant Adam to break down part five of Obi Wan Canoe. All right, thank you very much, Grex. Welcome to another week of Core World News. I, yep. It feels like a month since the last time we right. podcasted um, because I think I was just so excited for this episode. Um, so, great question. Yeah. Also, yes, sure. Uh, yeah, I'm going to jump in right now. Uh, Grex <laughs> said we're here to break down the episode. Yeah, uh, sure. We did that last week, didn't we? Oh, the week before that, the week before that. So, so can we just have the episode, the podcast I don't now? Say we were, we did, were did we already talk about it? Red at some point, this, but we got. A real nice red on red lightsaber fight that I mm -hmm. thought was fantastic. Yeah. Listen, I when you throw episode. enough lightsabers at the wall, you're yeah. gonna hit, you know, hit it eventually. But yeah. um there were a lot of these things that we've that we wanted to see, that we thought we'd see, that we've talked about. Yeah. Um in and the, past. the execution was superb. Like it fulfilled all my fantasies. I loved this episode. I thought it was just super fun, like just pulpy really fun action uh you know force action that i thought was so mm -hmm. much so cool we'll get into that that's like the later half of the of the episode but um such cool action yeah grant you were saying you wept when you when you were watching this episode a couple <laughs> dude, times off air i don't want to yeah right, multiple times goal. dude when we'll get into it i mean when we when, when we, we, we lose tala and we get obi-wan just screaming shrilling like tala at the top mm -hmm. of his lung yeah. And she goes down like that when Ned B goes, I was like, this is a tough scene. This is and her monologue before that. And again, Moses Ingram and Indira Varma, I think, are just some of the best actors to ever grace a Star Wars story. And yeah. just both of them have wild monologues in this episode. I, and they're beautifully the writing in this episode, oh, like the yeah. full circle asked writing of Anakin and Obi-Wan's sort of history and that tragedy of anakin's kind of hubris and aggression and you know arrogance like and and what that resulted in is like yeah it's yeah. tough it's some, just a tough story right i have some right so all right what we i want to if we want to skip around this episode i say it's open season on skipping around this episode because what mm -hmm. we have here are two stories unfolding simultaneously we have the flashback scene so we get to we have this one duel, this practice duel uh, in Coruscant between Obi Wan and Anakin. Um, their hairstyles are from uh, Attack of the Clones era. Right. This was yeah. wild, guys. But, when it pedestals down and it's like Anakin for like Attack of the Clones era Padawan Anakin. Yeah, I lost it because I love that look. That's a great look for. Uh, Hayden like I, I really like that look at the lot of nostalgia he nailed the Padawan look too because that's a tough look with the braid yeah. like that's mm -hmm. <laughs> he somehow he somehow it looks great and he and he looks great as that era um Anakin he does it is pretty obvious that it's present day Anakin and present day Ewan McGregor. But I think it makes him look yeah. more like Sebastian Shaw almost. Like it, it adds a nice like I don't know, it, it adds a like a, a complexity to him that like kind of can like blend with the original trilogy, which is yeah. fun. And I have to say, like, I love the work they're doing with like de-aging Luke Skywalker. I think it looks great. Um I still bump up against the de-aging stuff, even the Marvel stuff. Like I just start looking at mouths and eyes and it kind of drives me a bit nuts. And it's, it's like the opposite of why I don't understand music. Like I understand, I love music cause it's a magic trick to me. Cause I don't understand how music works and right. I refuse to learn. <clears throat> and this is the opposite where I know how it works. So I'm just, every time it's like a magic trick where I'm looking for the cracks in this. And so I'm like, I'd rather have a 40 year old with like maybe slight smoothing and like some pancake makeup on him. I that just I was in I felt in it more even though I could see him being he looks so 20. good when yeah. the lightsabers are clashing it it just brought me right back to yeah like, yeah like, and it was it is sort of a it's a choice right like we got a mm -hmm. slightly different looking Anakin in the Clone Wars we got a slightly different Anakin in you know George Lucas's feature films and we get 
a slightly different looking Anakin in this series. I mean, it just, yeah. just kind of makes sense from a certain point of view. Um, but, but this is what I've always wanted, guys. This is lightsabers clashing and philosophy being exchanged. This is my favorite yep. aspect, pillar of Star Wars, which is the, I guess, the character development through the sort of like, you know, sword fight. I love yeah. that. That's, yeah. that's just so, so cool. Very Shakespearean. Yeah. Yes. You've been talking about this uh, for the past few weeks, Grant, and I, I never really noticed it, but yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I, that's it. Like I mean, one on one. Yeah. 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 Talking lore. Standard rotations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> rotations. Um, yep. and so, but it's, I, I thought it was very cool because the, this duel is a metaphor for the game that, uh, Vader and Obi-Wan are having during this, you know, real time episode. Right. I, can there's, I, there's an accusation can I put a tinfoil hat? There's a beautiful full circle. Di- I just want to point out that beautiful full, yeah. full circle sort of dialogue that Joby Harold has written into the episode and Anderson has written. They've written it into the episode, which is at the beginning, Obi-Wan is sort of accusing Anakin that he's, he's blind. His aggressions made him blind. At the very end of the episode, Vader has this line where he's like, did you not see? Did you not think I would see this coming? Like, it's like yeah. he's just kind of like he's held on to these 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 failed learnings and he's where he's failed to evolve and he's he's held on to it he's this bitter resentment he's dark obsession to to out now outwit and and basically i guess have the advantage fighting obi-wan and yeah yeah, and then he sort of tools on his apprentice in the same way that that obi-wan tooled on him kind of in that the script is turns it is tight and it's beautiful in this episode this is a great script i think this is the best script of the series so far Okay, now can I put on my tinfoil hat? Go for it. Please. Okay. Did this duel happen? Or was it in their minds within the force? Mm. I think it definitely happened. Yeah, I assumed it happened, but I like your... I like your but did, like did your, it happen in their mind? Like This is Anakin's memory is how I read that whole thing. Was Anakin's yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, is, but there are scenes... What, so it flashes to Vader, which is so cool to have, like, your, yeah. you know, on Anakin Skywalker, Hayden Christensen, and then it... Flashes to Vader, like in like yeah. the Unreal. coolest position on the like deck of the Star yeah, Destroyer. The angles were gorgeous on Vader. Yeah. His armor was looking polished. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I noticed I mean, that. I was like, "There's like a Last Jedi level polish to his armor." In this right. Episode. And Vader staring at hyperspace from the deck of the mm-hmm. Star Destroyer is iconic. Uh-huh. And you're always like, yeah. "What's he thinking about?" Like something awesome. And like we actually get behind the visor um, to see sort of like what. What what one of the things he's been thinking about in that position? Um, okay, it was a silly sidetrack thing, but um, I don't Knocked know. Just like, the there's vicinity. a world where it was like they just had the battle in their mind. So sometimes they do flash to Obi Wan, and Obi Wan's yeah. thinking about it because he's using Wait, what he I learned to, from the same that. battle. I need I need to rewatch that because I I'm interested in that sort of how they're connected. If there's sort of dyad energy between those two. But um, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, I think it's subtle enough where it's like open to interpretation. But it's you know, they're fighting. They're recollecting the same duel at the same time at during this during this moment in time. I, I think it's it's fascinating and really cool. But it's weird because you'd think Anakin would have remembered that he lost that fight. Um, but like instead, yeah. he's like, oh, I'll get you, you know. But. Wait, no, but Anakin <laughs> did the classic. What I liked about that fight was Anakin basically did the blocking of what Darth Vader would do at the end of that fight, which is get the upper hand and then stall and stand there and pontificate and then stand over his victim. You know, I mean, like and then maybe lose or something like Vader is just I don't know. He just has to live in that victory. Uh, and obviously his the lines for Obi-Wan are like, you know, your need to prove yourself is your undoing. Like That is. Right, it's great dialogue from Obi Wan in this episode. Yeah. Right, and then Obi Wan defeats him without a lightsaber, um, or actually with his own. Which is this, so. This leads us to me to my my second question. I'm, I'm sorry if you guys wanted to go through this linearly. Nope, this we still have time. Do I want to get into weird stuff right away. Um, I got some weird stuff too, but go ahead. I have a crazy yeah. scene I want to talk to you guys. <laughs> all right, we'll do it. we all called our shots. All right, called there's shots. a certain moment of this where I was like, you have all the elements here. Why wouldn't you do it like this? I was like, <laughs> there's just one moment where I was like, why wouldn't Reva come in and basically slash Vader when he catches the transport? And then like, you know, I mean, all this tension where like Vader might yeah. get hit, like, and then have the Grand Inquisitor stop it or something. You know what I mean? Like have yeah. these crazy kind of like chain reactions. Like, I don't know yeah. that. 
There's yeah, stuff yeah. that I, I think could have been more dramatic, but it's... Reba, yeah, Reba had terrible timing. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, wait, you really right missed that? He was occupied for a minute there. Yeah, <laughs> literally the worst time in the five minute span to decide to do that. To do that yeah. when he's not focused <laughs> on the anything. The only time where yeah. I was like, maybe strike like, now. Maybe when he's holding yeah. the ship up. Yeah, maybe when he's like walking to the ship. Yeah, anything. That was the only yeah. moment of the entire episode. I was like, wait, yeah. wait, why, wait, why not just right before that? <laughs> why yeah. not just do it then when he's holding the ship? Yeah. Uh, ben, what do you okay. got? You had a question. What's your question? Okay, so my question is, I forget because I sidetracked. <laughs> oh no, no. Wait, you guys had you guys had moments though in the episode. Yeah. We had questions. I did. Well, it just something. And it was such a good idea, and then oh, I no. forgot. Oh, this is it. I got it. Is that have we seen the last of Obi Wan and Vader fighting? Does this no, qualify? No, one more. Could this be the last? I don't know. One more. There's one more like physical confrontation. They share a space together at the, in this final episode for the first yeah, in the first. I minutes, don't I'm guessing. No, I, I kind of feel like it has to. But at the same time, they weirdly wrote themselves. It felt like into a bit yeah. of a corner at the end episode. If they are going back to Tatooine. Yeah, he can't. I, go he to can't there. go there. He can't. If, I, if he sets foot on Tatooine and they have a lightsaber duel on Tatooine, I may be done. Not really. No, what if it's in but space like, and like Obi Wan spaces Vader or something? Like Obi Wan gets like is the is the master and he's the learner. Like it, uh, like yeah, just gets like I don't know something quick. Let me let me put some guardrails yeah. on this question a little bit. Do, does what they've written so far qualify as enough to be the last time they they meet? Yes, because no, because this flashback I think I think created that dialogue for Vader. The the right. yeah the learner. Right. I guess that's true, right? Because it's very he he is the last thing that he experienced in this timeline is being duped by Obi-Wan using the lesson he taught him. So yeah, yes. so I guess you're right. So yeah. So that would qualify. You're absolutely right. right. This qualify. would count. Yeah. It crosses the finish line of like yeah. qualifying okay. really would, really would, creating this nice fertile ground for a new hope and all that stuff. Right. Which is sad for me because I do want them to, to clash sabers one more time. And I'm sure yeah. the writing's been this great so far. I'm sure they can find a way to do it. They're yeah. Couldn't they do it on a starship with Obi Wan like hooded or something? Sure, I mean they there's there's yeah. enough they could. It's just weird because we that... know that we know that Rava now knows that it's Riva. Luke, everyone, Riva. We have we have we've used three different pronunciations tonight. Is now on <laughs> now onto the trail of Skywalker on Tatooine, which effectively removes Vader from the equation. You can't have Vader involved in this much at all at this yeah. point. Unless her plan is to go back to Vader to sell the information back to Vader and then Obi-Wan has to try to stop. Like, here's the weird thing I thought about yeah. that. Like, I was watching it. And I'm like, OK, like five minutes to before this show. And I'm like, all right, how are we getting in episode six? Because this this plot's now done. Leia's going back to Alderaan. He's escaped. Everything. Reva's basically toast. Like, you could end the series here. And then. When um when the rebel re, the rebel came back and said and I'm blanking on his name but now I'm gonna mispronounce it so I don't want to say any names. Um, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to shame you. No, 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 not because of anything you said, but because I just was like I was doing it all throughout the episode. Um, um, is it broken? Basically, broken. broken. Thank you. Um, I was like, I'm gonna mispronounce it. I just couldn't remember it straight at all. But Roken comes back and says, "Yeah." Uh, Roken comes back and says. The hyperdrive's down and they're behind us. I'm like, oh, well, there's your episode six. There's your episode six is that Obi-Wan has to do the plan that he originally would, was going to do, which is like, I'm out. You guys go. I'll distract them. I'll keep the Star Destroyer off of you. Okay. And I'm like, all right, there we go. There's your episode six. It makes sense. You get another Vader thing. And then and then you have this weird. And I'm just going to straight up say weird because I don't particularly love this. I think it's going to go great. And I'm going to I'm going to be like, oh, this is so great. I'm so glad they did this. And it makes sense to me. But I was a little thrown by this. Reva knows Luke mm. is on Tatooine thing. And yeah. it, it felt spicy. I cried when I saw the bail message for the first time. I thought it was so well done. Like, yeah, I, I fear for I mean, you and the girl. Like, I'll go check on the boy. Like, Owen will need yeah. my help. I was like, yeah, this is so endearing. Like these yeah. this early rebellion yeah. and taking care of these lots kids. Of, lots of good people. Padme was a wonderful politician and someone yeah. who really helped the people and. I don't know. It's just it to me. It's like there's a real dedication to to Padme Amidala, which is wonderful as well. Yeah. I think that's what this is. A, this shows a lot about. Yeah. You know, it's like it's Obi Wan's looking at Leia most of the time and really thinking about Padme. I think and how she didn't yeah. deserve this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, uh, Ben, know, I I thought of you during that scene. Oh yeah, 
because he was doing the he was doing the beard thing that you always wanted to do, which is what he does when he's watching Leia's hologram. <laughs> yes. He did yeah, the beard was... thing, wispy, uh, the wispy uh, cheek. He did it a few times in this dressing yeah. beard. Yeah, yeah. It's I, the, I thought the, the you were like, like, Ben must be posture. so happy. Yeah, he does. Um, yeah. I I got teared up when when um, she was. I, I you know do you do you you trust me and I trust her. That line was yeah. great. With that was such a great that little was, moment. That was a really cool moment. I was yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that was very. I mean, there's there's the criticism online of like how that like their relationships. A, a, there's a lot of overlap with sort of Mando and and Grogu and sort of like really trusting and the the and protecting and and like the the lone wolf and cub sort of dynamic. And I yeah. I, I think this is totally different. I think this yeah, is yeah, I don't so that. so evolved and basically comments on how how we can do a different version of the you know, a grown up and, you know, coming of age for the, the kid and like how we can do that together in yeah. a new, interesting way. Like, that's what I think the show does. And that's what I think that lines about in a lot of ways, which is I yeah. trust her. Like, like, yeah, she can do it. You know, she's 10, but she can still climb an event and save us and open this hangar. Like, yeah, get her yeah, up. Like, he, it's such so, a beautiful, so endearing, so beautiful. It is. And, and it's such a nice echo to like, he spent his whole, you know, Obi-Wan spent his whole life as a mentor, as raising a child and, and use this, I don't know, to me, feels like he's using the lessons he learned raising Anakin to, yeah. to deal with this child. And, and, you know, as much as he rejected it and hated himself for how poorly he did with Anakin, he's trying to be better. He's got another chance with this young person. Um, he knows where she came from, and he's like, you know what? I'm not going to try and be controlling this time. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to yeah. let her use the force and and follow the force and and that's, be helpful. That's a really really good point that I didn't put together. I love this, and I wasn't yeah. questioning it, but that does add that extra layer that I love. And I think the other thing too is that the more I think about it, the way they're painting Leia in the series, which feels just like Leia, like it just feels like a natural part of her evolution or part of her growth, is that. I think she has a lot more in common with Anakin than Luke does, right? Luke is just yeah. a whiny farm boy. That's really all we get. Leia is this brass, brash, doesn't think about it, just acts, just does it. Like she's even a tinkerer in some ways. More yeah. than Luke. like she she's is doing. little she baby, little mini Anakin. And like you're right, he's figuring out like this is what I should have done with Anakin. I'm gonna do this. This this limited time I have with Leia. I'm gonna do this this right. I'm gonna do it right this time, even if it's only for a few days. Right, and that and in a lot of ways, she's the she really is the chosen one. It's like, what if Anakin had a loving home and was not forced to become a Jedi? Yeah, and um, and and she is that in a lot of ways. And I think it's so kind much of funny. so much is faded from this event as well. Like Leia's recollection of all of this for is formative for. Mm. naming her son like all this kind of stuff that yeah was what is so oh show. yeah There's yeah a lot. anytime anyone ever now questions why did he name why did she name she her named... son ben you just be like well there's this six episodes of the show you should watch yeah <laughs> oh my gosh i totally didn't think about that that's t- totally because it is sort of odd it's like you didn't even meet ben but it's like oh yeah yeah that's wild no and it's you see leia's connection to the droid like it's it's very similar to anakin Mm-hmm. There's a lot of connections, but also this episode. Can we talk about this episode sort of emulating Hoth and, you know, uh, yeah, crate and and yeah. and, and sieges uh, across the Star Wars saga? Like, wow, so cool. Like, so cool to get that again. Another yeah. emulation of the saga films. Um, just brilliantly done, though, in a way that's, yeah. you know, kind of you. you well, I was thinking uh, Jabim would be a raining planet. It's a it's a dusty world, just like sandstorms and what looks like dust storms. You know, yeah. Raging yeah. across the planet. Such a cool design. Yeah. We finally got to see the outside of Jabin yeah. Jabin and um Yeah. See what's going on. For Jabim. Yeah. It's it's a much smaller <laughs> scale than that's like we fly to Morai. Yeah. <laughs> we jump to Kadump. Like, I don't know. It's like it's I, it's great. I, I mean, also, I know it's just it, building off of that was just like the the Vader voice is just spot on on this show it is oh it's so good it's not them we need to break yeah. you're like yeah. oh that line was yeah. like almost broke my we, sub i was like oh my god like what's also <laughs> i have to say like talking like epic lines like the um you're not bringing me to him i'm bringing him to you yeah, yeah. 
And like that to me is that's such an Obi-Wan line and so yeah, good. It and it's just such a nice take movie. of like the Rorschach, you know, I'm not stuck. I'm not stuck in here with you. You're all stuck in here with me. It's just like it's that line. But it's just like but it's like delivered by Obi-Wan in such a great way. I mean, it doesn't really yeah. doesn't really pan out, but it was such a great line. Yeah, no, he kind of tricked me. Really he was like, oh, yeah, I'll be in there waiting to you. <laughs> I was, you know, thinking about that, uh, the sort of siege of Jabin. Um did any of you listen for the Imperial March when when that was happening? No, I I didn't. Was it? I didn't catch it. No, she, it uh, Natalie Hole did a, a, her own variation. Okay. Like, she used some of the notes, but it, she eh. gave it something, which is a choice, and it makes sense because it's not quite. It, it might feel out of place if it was that epic um, music for just like you know a squadron of soldiers in front of a small yeah uh, I a squadron for yeah the music was great. Yeah. I'm kind of glad that she did that more I think about it, because it would have felt really weird in, like you said, a squadron or, or of soldiers in what's clearly the volume. That scene felt the most volumey yeah. scene I've seen in a long time in a Star yeah. Wars show where I was just like, this does not feel grand or epic. Having all these stormtroopers, it felt very claustrophobic. Yeah, it feels but, small scale at times. Yeah, it did. Uh, that little moment did. The, the, the budget feels a little limited compared to, I don't know, maybe like what we might see in Andor, which sounds yeah. like a sweeping set or, on. Uh, yeah, right. And uh, still, though, I feel like as a as a, you know, Star Wars score composer, you've got a big like red button that has just plays <laughs> the Imperial <laughs> March. And you're always just like, do I mash it now? Do I hit do it I now? It do now? I hit it now? Yeah. <laughs> Just an officer walking behind Vader. Just <laughs> yeah. The Imperial March. Oh, man. The, yeah. the other thing about the show is we've talked about how, you know, you can go, go to, um, you know, all of the elements that we think are part of Star Wars. And one of those is the ensemble, right? We talk about the importance of having an ensemble. And this is probably like the first show that we're not going to have an ensemble. But they still built the ensemble. They still, in within the show... <laughs> Yeah. They found a way to build an ensemble around Obi-Wan, which I'm just like, oh, you did it again. You tricked me into it. Like, the second Haja shows up again, Estri yeah. shows up again, I'm like, oh, you are. Haja, you're what are you doing here? Yes, you're building yeah. an ensemble. <laughs> and I'm like, like this, yeah. It's so yes. great. Wait, Kumail also is like, like basically interacting with the canon, like the actual connective yeah. tissue of the canon uh -huh. in Star Wars in this yeah. episode, where he like, Drops information. He basically drops the the hollow reader, hollow projector of Bale, like the hollow, the transfer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I love that it was broken and it was like a half message, but it was enough to sort of the force to direct, um, to direct uh, Riva to Tatooine. Yeah. yeah. Turns out the re revenge does wonders for the will to live. Yeah. <laughs> which is wild what so that's like a line <laughs> i had kind of like i think i was thinking about reva when um ice cube was junior was delivering the line about like oh we our hyperdrives out and they're still on our tail i kind of forgot about that so if i could you know i, I don't know if i was gonna guess um yeah I, I guess we'd probably get a conflict with vader ship to ship somehow um in the starship in the like in their version of the the you know starship getaway yeah in real space and then we have a confrontation between um obi-wan and reva back on tatooine yeah right because i mean obi-wan is only surprised by the death star he's probably been on a star destroyer before oh sure yeah you know? or at least like yeah, yeah. I mean, he's probably fought and like wouldn't you want to emulate then return of the jedi and fight among like you know across skywalks and that's what I was trying to figure out is Ooh, emulating the original trilogy now. Lighting. Yeah. yeah. What are they going to take away from episode six? <laughs> that would be great if he was like, I'll go face him while you get away. Like you could go, go yeah, back. And start that's classic Obi. It is. It's like, <laughs> and then we're getting a hello there as he drops in hello on, there. Some, <laughs> on some uh, stormtroopers. Drops in front of Vader. Just, <laughs> just a few, few feet away and just hello yeah. there. Yeah. Because I think we've got Full Metal uh, Obi Wan back, like yep, with yeah. uh, with his powers. He he shot Reva back about fifty feet. Yeah, he did. First. Yep, um, he's ready. There are two things. He crushed me when he saw the yeah. sabers in the the container. Yeah. The container. Yes. 
So I snapped a photo of that, and I'm I'm going to go through those savers. Um, I didn't get a chance to do it for this, but I'm going to go through <laughs> on it. a YouTube video. Like subscribe and follow. Okay. Right. Yeah, well, so every saber discussed. So yeah. since we talked about, we all had our own thing that we took away from this. Um, oh, all right, follow me on this. I'm going. Uh, so there are more names in Orabash on the wall. Yep. Oh, you caught those. You did. The, um, most of them are new names. Uh, one is I'm just gonna get it in front of me is uh R- Ragnada uh Ishmaren. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, oldie you. It's oldie you. Now, this does two things. I think is very interesting. One is she escaped the Jedi purge. She was a Jedi initiate. Escaped the Jedi purge. Um, discovered she, she though. Disciple. Uh, no, what's that? She in Dark Disciple? No, because that's that's Dark Disciple is actually still new canon. No, she she was just only in, um, one of the Jedi. Um, let me look it up real quick. Da-da-da. She was in, uh, Children of the Jedi. Um, but the big news is that she was found by Emperor Palpatine and made into one of Palpa the Hand of the Emperor. Oh. Which, as we all know, is Mara, who is Jade. Jade. Mara Jade becomes the hand of the Emperor. So once, so once again, we've established Wait, we're, we're are bringing we a character. The, the Emperor Disney Plus series is—is is that what you're confirming right now, Adam? We're bringing a character who was a hand of the Emperor, right? <laughs> right the speculation's out of control. The other thing that's fascinating is that she was she had a son, um, named Erek, I R E K. Okay. Um. And there was in in old EU because she was close to Palpatine in the hand of the hand of the emperor. He was always rumored to be Palpatine's son and played it up. He wasn't, but he only played it up, but was a Jedi dark side user who was trained in the dark side from birth, basically. So he becomes a pretty big deal later it's very on. Very Dune. I like Yeah, that. it's very Dune to oh, the wow. point, And it gets even more Dune. Which is weird because, as you all know, I'm working through the old EU. Yes. By the way, I finally finished the 19 books in the New Jedi Order series. The Yuuzhan Vong War is officially behind me as of three days ago. Um, how, many, how many shadow ports and moons oh, do they mention in those books? I mean, other than the one they drop on Chewbacca, not too many. Um, <laughs> all right. So, but what's interesting is I read this book where he ends up being like experimented on in the bowels of Coruscant. And then when the Yuuzhan Vong spoiler alert for a series, that's no longer Canon takes over Coruscant. There's this whole book where there's just this rampaging mutant monster, like just wrecking shop all through Coruscant. And for most of the book, you, you're not sure who it is. And you think it might be Anakin Skywalker, a different Anakin, uh, a different Anakin Han Skywalker, and, Han, Han and Leia's yeah, kid. They're... Anyway, but you get this big reveal that he's just been this, he's just this monster dark side user just wrecking shop like a Godzilla through Coruscant through the entire book. So like, I just, it was so funny to be like, like what are the odds that I would have, I would have read that book within like three weeks or four weeks of this, of this thing coming out that references his mom in old EU. So it was just the whole thing. But that's bigger cool. thing is hand of the emperor. That's nice. so cool. Cause I think mm-hmm. that's, that's a fun show because doesn't that isn't that character basically reluctant to do any of the dark yeah. kind of, uh, missions or, you, or evil objectives? Yeah. Yeah. You make it the Americans. You just do an American the, the the show the Americans in Star Wars and Carrie Russell's character is the Hand of the Emperor. But you also get you get Ian McDermott. You get like yeah. a lot of Sheev in the show, right? Mm-hmm. Because he's like it's she's doing yep. missions for him or he or if it's a whoever it is doing it as the Hand, he's yeah. doing missions for. Uh, Palpatine directly. Yeah. Cool show. Cool idea. All right. That's my whole thing. That's very cool. <laughs> that's you, awesome. I just looked up on screenrant.com and they, they had a couple other names too. Mm-hmm. Jin Atlas and Corwin Shelvey. Yeah. They said first, their first mentions, I think on both of those on Wikipedia. So I don't think they're anyone. Oh, okay. This is there in Legends canon. They might be. I might be. Wait, what's but, the names? Uh, Corwin Shelvey and uh, Jin Atlas, D-J-I-N-N. And also there's a Tiberius, which could be Tiberius Anderlock. I don't, I'm not familiar with any of these characters, but uh, shout out to hmm. Screen Rant for uh, doing that. Um, they yeah. did, oh, but also, Screen Rant didn't recognize any of the lightsaber hilts, but I'm pretty sure the one that he picks up is, um, I think it might be uh, Quinlan Boss. 
I just that uh, someone had posted um, yeah. lightsaber designs that they want Hasbro to make on Reddit um, last week, and I and went through all the designs, and then they're all pretty plain. And there, a lot of those in the in the basket are pretty plain, and that one kind of looked similar. So, I had to do a double tape because one looked like, uh, at quite first glance, like um, Cal Kestis's lightsaber, but it, mm. it it could have been one of the incarnations you can create, but it, it wasn't. Um, yeah, it wasn't the you know the first right. one, the iconic one. We also need another um, weapon identified. They what do they use to blast the door? What is that? Is that a web or is that something bigger? That's like a bigger artillery, a bigger e web. Yeah, e web sort of cannon. That I was a cool so. scene. That felt very like two towers where they're like you know it's just it was it was a fun little siege moment where it was fun to see like them attack the blast door. But then Riva easily like you know just Qui Gon's the door, and I was like, oh sweet. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, uh, but before that, that we, get, we get four stethoscope, like, because <laughs> I was like, there's no way he can hear her when he basically when they siege the the uh encampment on Jabim, right? Reva and I guess like a battalion, I don't know, I don't know, like a platoon of stormtroopers, um, siege the small base, and uh, they like Obi's like, I'll go negotiate, and then he puts his hand to the door and he's able to speak with Riva, but like that's a thick blast door like that's a yeah, yeah. and they're like whispering <laughs> i like that force stethoscope i think that's yeah. pretty well, where was that yeah what, how'd you guys read that i was like what is this i game? was like force uh yeah you say yeah. stethoscope i was gonna say force glass against the door yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah exactly it's glass against the door yeah exactly that's exactly what it is that was that was cool that was a that was new i just hadn't seen that before so i thought really shout out to the writers and deborah chow and the whole team like what a cool idea yeah, really cool. And also, we finally in that scene we get the confirmation that um, that she was a a Padawan. The monologue. This is the monologue that I think just I think Moses Ingram just steals the show and uh, Indira Varma with her sort of her monologue about you know what she had to do, what she went through. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. but this Dave, monologue from from Riva where she's like, they were the only family I knew, and they. You, and he slaughtered them. Like, where were you when he was killing my friend? Like, the just stuff was yeah. just whoa. It's like intense. Like, that's why there was a warning in the beginning of this episode. I was, I was like, yeah, I think there needs to be a warning. I think this is this is very sort of current, disturbing sort of stuff that we we were dealing with as a country, and now we're kind of like hearing in the show, and it's just the exact parallel. It's complete overlap. It's disturbing, and. Uh, yeah, it's it, it was a, it was tough. It was tough to hear that stuff, but like she delivered it so passionately, and just it, her performance, I think, was just it's just some yeah. of the record books. It was yeah, it was so good. I just it was that was exactly. I'm so glad, and I hope I hope if we do get her going to Tatooine, I hope the emotional payoff we get is is what kind of I've been hinting at is is less of like. Oh, you you didn't come and save me. You didn't help me. You're just sitting here watching his son, like the son of this monster, instead of coming to save us. This is unforgivable. Like this might be her final, the final, final descent to like we might get her like Sith eyes in that moment where that just breaks her. Um, Breaking news. Speaking of breaking, um, I'm ashamed of myself. I think I quit the podcast forever now. So. I've been clicking on some of these other Jedi names uh, that were on the wall. Um, yeah. They are very, very deep cuts. I will not bore you. Some of them are in like from like role playing magazines back in the oh, 80s. By all means, some of them I need to other hear. stuff. <laughs> However, the one, the one that I'm so ashamed of myself, and I almost don't want to admit it because no one would ever know it, but I got to admit it is Tiberius, right? You had mentioned yep. Tiberius, Ben. I, yep. I Googled him or Wikipedia him. Uh, it's Tiberius Anderlock, and he comes from. Star Wars Galaxies, the video game I spent a hundred hours, a hundred years of my life playing. He was a non-playable character in the Jump to Lightspeed expansion pack, which is where you got all the um, the ships and stuff. To be fair, what I'll say is I didn't play much of those missions. I mostly just hung around in my floating um, mausoleum <laughs> in the stars. As but you like, do, as one does. But, but like, come on, they name-checked a character from the game I talk about all the time, and I totally missed it. Anyway. So pretty, pretty deep cup, Adam. We'll give you a pass. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Rad. 
Um, yeah, so that and I think like that's a perfect amount of lore bombs for this show. It's like mm-hmm. really, really like subtle, like, you know, not going to make you veer off course as you're watching yeah. the show. Whereas like if Quinlan Voss was standing there, it'd be like, well, what's you know, like it would divert too much attention away from the story yep. that they're trying to tell. Um, so, Which yeah, is what they did in the original trilogy, right? Like you just introduce little things, little moments and. Easter eggs. People can dig into it more if they want. Otherwise, it does not affect the story at all. Um, speaking of like things like not necessarily Easter eggs, but like the curse of like consuming all Star Wars media is that like my wife seemed somewhat surprised when the Grand Inquisitor came back alive. And I went, oh, finally, here we go. Like, like, yeah. like thank goodness. It, the Internet was going nuts about it. And I, I heard some person, some of you who loved the show talk about the fact, well, you know, this is a person who does not consume Star Wars at the level we do. So. I'm going to cut I cut him some slack when I listened to it. It was hard for me to be like, well, actually, in my in my brain. Yeah, yeah. Which is like he was just like, oh, well, it's good. So maybe they're treating the canyon, the canon like different levels. I'm like, no, they're not. He's not dead. He's coming back. He's fine. Don't worry about it. This is That, that was a moment where, well, it is kind of awkward that he just kind of like comes out of the woodwork. Like, again, <laughs> yeah, it was like you yeah. could have done a scene where Reva attacks Vader while he's holding the first transport. And then he yeah. comes out, stops her from doing the slash. And he's like, you know you know, does his line about revenge does wonders for the will to live. So like yeah. do that thing. Like, yeah, it would just be perfect at that point, but he kind of just comes yeah. out of nowhere. So like, I yeah. don't blame general audience being like, wait, he's back. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, that was the only thing I kind of bumped up against. Well, it did yeah. seem like he was, may have been behind, you know, Vader's like, this is not surprising at all. I knew you were just out to get me, but you know, your rage yeah. is useful and now your rage is annoying and now you're, you know, you're dead. I don't see how uh, you just didn't time that scene differently. Like that all yeah. can just it's still happen. Yeah. Sure. They <laughs> it also felt odd. I mean, I think because of where they're leading to in episode six, but like, like the fact that she was just like, her whole story is like, you weren't there to help me. You weren't there to help me. And so that scene where he was like, like having flashback where, where, where Vader was just owning her. I was waiting for Obi-Wan to step out of the shadows. Right. Oh, and save her that nice. time. I kind of like that. He didn't. Like right, like I kind of like that. That was but extremely was tough so... viewing when she gets yeah. stabbed by yeah. Vader because you're you're expecting Obi Wan to save her. <laughs> in two different yeah. decades. I was like, yeah. oh my god, yeah, this is this is brutal. Like this is mm-hmm. a, this is a tough episode. Like yep. I don't know. I was it was I felt bad for Reva. I was like, wow, she just got you know he he attacked her once and then now again she's reliving the same trauma like that was just yeah. that was tough yeah um, you know yeah i was hoping she was gonna get a hit in on vader like i was hoping she was gonna make that contact and like he'd be like oh and then like just i don't know no she she's picked the not. exact wrong time like yeah it was the bad, vader was, bad. was like triggered he was well <laughs> he was, was like after he was enraged and wasn't using the force on anything and so he was just able to use full force on whatever came at him. but the other thing is like let's be honest like she's not a jedi right so she doesn't have the jedi training and she's not a Sith. she's dark side for sure like this whole story is just like i was talking with carly about it just like she's just like oh it's rough though because she was doing all the things that were clearly done to her and I'm like, yeah. yeah, because she's so single-mindedly about killing Anakin that she doesn't care selling her soul piece by piece. That's not part of it. Like, she's already on the path. She's already dark side at this point. But she's yeah. not a Sith, right? So she doesn't have—I don't think she taps into the rage at the same level that a Sith does, right? That a, that a Vader or or you know, more, Palpatine can. Not yet, so. right? Yeah, right? And so that's why I'm just like, yeah, it's just— at second, she didn't, second, she didn't strike that blow, I'm like— I mean, also there's plot armor, right? You can't you can't kill off Scott. You can't you can't defeat Darth Vader, but it's just second that happened, you're just like, there's no hope. I was just sitting there going, well, she's just oh. done. Like this is like it's just how long is he going to toy with her? And by the way, that fight scene, they were able to give a new way of fighting to Vader in the show, which yeah. was all Neo force. from the Matrix. Yes, all force jujitsu, jujitsu, <laughs> yeah. and it was great. Yeah, it was slow <laughs> movements. It felt va- very. True yeah. to Vader, right? Like not fast. It felt like it felt like yeah. Kylo Ren in the in using his fingers, the sort of like just mm. using your hands and s- small hand gestures, just yeah. to like use the force in these yeah. really miraculous yeah. ways. Like like yeah. really a lot of force energy being projected from yep. just little hand gestures. It was yeah. really cool, like a really cool it was choreography. Neat. It was a new way to do it with him. Yeah. yeah. 
And I thought it echoed the way that Obi-Wan defeated young Anakin in that mm -hmm. flashback scene um, because like how he was ultimately defeated without a lightsaber and was just able to sort of outmaneuver him to get uh, to get through. And so he was like, oh, I don't need a lightsaber either. Uh, yeah, it's like he didn't heed the teachings then, but I guess as he's fallen to the dark side, he's sort of like had this bitter session oh. with is he, is he still learning from his master yes does he yeah. still like he have things to learn yeah what you get that's, oh. event, like, that's why you get that per yeah you get that perfect line in episode four it makes it, it weirdly makes even more sense now somehow yeah, by adding like this perfect this is a weird way it adds it's like i was you know you were the master and i was but the learner yes right which is like yeah absolutely after this episode a hundred percent and then yeah. obi-wan taught you well He's not a Jedi yet. Like that is like he's like Luke's not a Jedi. He's like holding Luke back. He like won't let anyone be a Jedi around him or be a, get a real master, you know, like, uh, clearance. Yeah. It's like not going to happen. <laughs> the ultimate gatekeeper. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that we got a comic book uh, Vader. Like, I mean, I know there's a lot, but Charles Sewell will always be my favorite flavor of Vader. But I mean, the, like him yeah. ripping a, a you know a starship out of the sky, and then just <sighs> like then just like opening it like a can of sardines. With it it just kind of like, comes out of nowhere so too. It's like he walks through a threshold and just does it, and you're like, "Yep, what? Yeah. <laughs> like you no just like, kind of caught off no guard. Thought, just... Perfect. You're like, yeah. whoa, yeah. okay, here we go." And I never thought they'd do that because I thought that was like almost too uh, fan servicey for the sort of like maybe the fanboys who are want to see the power creep you know stuff like those I, people i don't know ever since episode nine right like you right. have that same you have a tug of war with a ship about that size that's true yeah that, right? it was Between... a small transport which is what i i liked how restrained yeah. that was it yeah. wasn't a large transport no it wasn't force unleashed him pulling down yeah. star destroyers yeah of yeah. course like dork me was like who is piloting the first starship <laughs> right is it Could just been a droid or like another just... droid they're just yeah, killing those loaded droids off Oh, man. Okay. Oh. What about Chekhov's wrench? Yeah, we didn't get it. Ned B. He, he had a blaster. Uh, yeah, which was cool. But I'm like, come on. I was expecting them when he got like hand to hand to like pull out the he wrench did and throw just start... a stormtrooper against like the cavern ceiling, which like yeah, it was <laughs> that great. was into that moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this oh. is awesome. We got like K2SO level <laughs> death scene from that I, hauler drone. Is that why it didn't affect me at all? Because <laughs> oh, because. I was like, yeah, it was better when it was K2SO. Like, I actually cry every time I see that scene. And this one, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a silent droid that we kind of met for about 15 minutes, four episodes ago. And now I, I don't know. It really touched me. I mean, obviously, <laughs> Talo was dying at the same time. Yeah, I was more upset about that. But it. it was like it. he, you know, she was like, no, actions speak louder than words. And just the fact that he, like, protected her in her last moments, like, I don't that touched that touched me a lot. That the protecting yeah. touch touched me. The dying, I didn't and care they, about. And they died together. And it was <laughs> like, I mean, like, yeah, that was, it was so intimate. And like, I don't know. Yeah, was, I love that. I, I love that the droid used its last moments to shield her. I was really touched by that. Yeah, that was. Touching. Do you guys? I will say her? that when Indira oh. died, I th I didn't know if I was more upset for the character dying, or for the fact that like the actor is now no longer able to <laughs> play that show. character because so she is good. so good. She is so. Good. She was so good in the show. She made it count. Yeah, she really did. Yeah, that whole monologue about the emperor said it was a roundup, and then she's like, yeah. and she's like, do you hear the crime that like the empire made up when they like basically accused that family and and I guess persecuted them was uh that like they weren't paying their taxes. Yeah, like yeah. Oh. I was like, and then she was like, and they lied, and like you know, like uh, yeah. there were four families, like all four sensitive, like. 14 yeah. people. I was like, oh, that, that monologue just, yeah, it was line after line, which just got more devastating as it revealed more layers to just yeah. trauma she's been but, through. Uh, but leads to a hopeful ending, right? Which is all about Star Wars, right? Where she's not just like, on the belt can. for everyone. Yeah, just and you can make it better. Oh. Like, and, yeah. and yet another lesson for Obi-Wan because she's like, you know, yes, I made mistakes. I, so I let this happen. I was a servant of this terrible atrocity. Yeah. Something every day I'm trying forget. to make up for. Yeah. But you can fight to make them better. Better. Yeah, it's such oh, a great Star Wars line. What it's a great a Star Wars line. Good line. I just oh it's also just like I mean, this is why you hire Ewan McGregor is Ugh. is you're getting character development through subtlety in just six episodes. 
And like just the line where he or he comes in to the room and and Roken's just like, we'll get you out as soon as we get everyone else out. They've been waiting for months. And like Obi-Wan just looks around. And he goes, I'll do whatever I can to help. Like this, that line is like, yeah. oh, he's a Jedi again. Like, he is a Jedi yeah, again Jedi, at this yeah. moment. Yeah. He looked, I mean, he pulled the saber and just like defended everyone like a Jedi. Yeah. Would. It, yeah. Uh, just oh, yeah. He held his own in that in that hallway. I mean, that was actually pretty impressive. But I, I think I think there's other signs that he's tapped back into the force. Mm -hmm. And it, I think that's what gave him the insight into how to deal with Riva. You know, he was, you know, when he was like, I, it had to have been the force that was like, no, there's something else going on here. Yeah. And and what and I can use this to help defuse the situation. Um, and it's just but it's so subtle. It's like all subtext. Yeah. Just like, you know, his progression and tapping back into the force and becoming, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi again. Yeah, it's just I just the, the other thing that happened in the show that was there, but I think really important and maybe easy to kind of lose sight of is that like at some point he just hands over Leia to Haja, no, right? No, like, no, no. like, you know, he dumps Leia on Haja twice in this. Right. <laughs> but, but think about from this character, from, like she's from, your problem me. now. Yeah. yeah. But like, but that's a huge moment for this character's arc because everything he's done up to this moment has been Leia, 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 Leia. I cannot leave her out of my sight. I cannot do anything. I cannot, I cannot do anything because this is all I'm going to do. And then he realizes, yes, she's important and I need to get her there, but there's something bigger going on here too. Right. Like he yeah. actually leaves her and the whole plan is to leave her to just this guy to get her back to Alderaan, like a person who smuggles humans. So he's, or people. So he's really good at it, but like, still like that's a huge character. Now that's I what, know what that's when he's full Jedi, real Jedi. It's not easy. This yeah. place is a good business opportunity, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Haja is a great character. They but, better I not mean, kill him. To uh, Kenobi's credit, Haja did have a very young child as a co-worker at yeah. his no, a previous grift. Right. And I, it, Leia's it makes all the, the sense in the world, no. but that's a huge moment for that character. He is now yeah. part of a Jedi, realizing there's a larger mission here, and there's yeah. more I need to do than just ferry this child. Like I can, I know I can trust these other people, and that's huge. He's delegating again, which he hadn't done in this entire series. Right. So probably in the next episode, Obi-Wan's going to be, can I see that uh, that transmitter? I got to tell him we're coming. And he's like, oops, I dropped it. And that's that's what's going to. Yeah. Yeah. He'll put the, like, he'll put two and two together and realize he had why he had such a bad feeling at the end of the episode. Yeah. yeah I wonder if you'll even complete the mission, if you'll let Haja take her back or if Obi, you know, and Obi-Wan will just jet to uh, Tatooine or what? So I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, good I gotta times. think they're gonna. I gotta think Vader and Obi Wan are gonna fight one last time, and I gotta think that Obi Wan spaces Vader while he runs to grab a Tie Fighter and escape. That's my, that's my okay. That's my that's my hot hot speculation. What's, what's odd though is I like that, but don't you have to do that then, like mid episode, and then he's got to get to Tatooine to to yeah. confront um, Reva Reva. Reva. I don't know why I keep Reva, doing that. Reva. I like that one. That's a fourth pronunciation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> confront Reva on Tatooine. And it's just like, I don't know. I guess if you get her going like full, like Sith eyes, like I'm just done. <laughs> I've lost it with you because maybe that's how you get like a more exciting, like jumpy lightsaber battle is with her than with Vader. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, no, your, your initial speculation that you made in the middle of our show was awesome. Like, I love the idea of Reva taking her sort of like argument further with Obi-Wan and sort of learning what he's done and exposing him just an expose. on just like, what do, do you think you're doing? Guarding yeah. One person when you're capable of guarding hundreds, you know, and also yeah. not even, not only just guarding one person, also the child of this person and right. what could hurt. And I can't hurt Vader, yes. but what could I do that would hurt Vader worse? I could kill his son. So she's going to become the thing that she hates the most. That she's going to go after Luke and want that to. It makes kill perfect Luke. sense because th that's actually yeah. like a, a, a familiar formula I've seen in a lot of sort of, uh, I guess, I don't know, I guess gangster films and things like yeah. where someone learns right. someone has a relative and they're like, let's take that person out. Yeah, like yeah. it's classic trope, and it definitely makes the character just it, it really. You know, it's going to send her character into a new zone of a new frenzy that's going to be really, really captivating, I imagine. Right. But possibly Sith eyes, possibly dark side. Possibly yeah, I think so. I, yeah. I love that. But don't you think Obi-Wan talks her down? 
Like, I, think, I, I can't I, imagine yes. Obi-Wan just yeah. straight killing her. No, you but know? I mean, we get that with, um, with, um, Maul. Maul, right? So there, there's precedence, precedence for that, that he would do that as a last yeah, resort. But that's Maul. Maul wasn't a former youngling. Yeah, he, no, I like that too. I think, I think, I think you're right. I think he wins the battle because he says there's more than one way to win a, win, you know, than with a light with weapons, right? And so I think that is, that makes a ton of sense, Ben, that that is the true victory is that he talked around of it. But like, I, 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 I don't know. Like, I guess she still knows too much. I guess she knows too much, but maybe if she like, fully comes back to light and gets a redemption arc like that Ooh. would be something that's really meaningful to obi-wan yeah right because he can actually give her what he couldn't give anakin right right bring her back bring to her back light from to light and yeah be like it's never too late to to choose the light yeah and then she goes off with you know with um with roken and 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 yeah haja and everyone else to um, kind of follow the, the path yeah follows the path yeah because Maybe I did, yeah i did get the sense when she was looking at the path that there was like envy and mm -hmm. and dismay, sadness, and just and, like yeah. she's like there was this other path, literally, yeah. that I could have taken. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Like I like that. So I like I like the I like. I'll be happy with every guess, but I like the the episode six that we're painting here. I could yeah. totally get behind this, and it makes me less care about Vader, to be honest. Couldn't there be like a Robin Hood, you know? Or like a Three Musketeers or like a Scarlet Pimpernel in the dark times, like a group of sort of like Jedi that fight for the path, like swords of the path or something like, yeah, it makes mm -hmm. sense to me that like a few Jedi might linger around to protect these networks where people are having safe harbor for force sensitives. It makes perfect. Yeah. Sense. And I mean, if we're learning anything from the way, um, well, Fallen Order also kind of. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of a show or in terms of like a, a, a single narrative, like it makes sense where if you're watching like the Marvel shows like WandaVision, uh, spoiler alert, really cannot have a second season, but they're, they they spun off Agatha to have her own show. Oh, like right, yeah. that might be where you go where where like, yes, we probably can't afford to or convince Hugh McGregor to come back every year to do another Obi-Wan. Maybe it's every few years we can get him back, but we can continue this world we've created with this ensemble we created, right? Like maybe you do get a series yeah. spin off of this. That's that. Oh, that's, where it's like a path. Reva's show on the, it's path. the Reva and the, and the Roken and the Tala show. Like it's, it's yeah. the path show. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. I was actually, my, my mind flitted to, um, Jedi, uh, survivor, the sequel to fallen order, the video game. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, this, mm -hmm. you know, the path could be a good central. Yeah. Um, yeah, no plot line i was just thinking if they did introduce i think there was you know it's hard to say like you know they definitely should have could have done this or should have or what i would never do that it's more of just like with a mention of quinlan voss i think you could have had a, a, a moment just in passing with quinlan voss that then you could be like who wants a dark time show with quinlan voss and i think a lot of people would be game for that and yeah, if it's totally. super well written and it really explores the politics and dives into stuff like andor but he's a saber wielding sort of Jedi using the force for the more mysticism, more spiritualism, like the kind yes, of Luke yes. Skywalker, but Quinlan Voss. Like there's a lot you could do with a dark time show with Quinlan Voss. So like I was hopeful to see a Jedi like that. And I want to say there's time for that, but it's at the same time, it's like this was Obi-Wan's moment yeah. to rise up and be a Jedi. And it was about him kind of in his progression and to show another Jedi who's a, you know, full forged Jedi, you know, running around or, you know, easily able to tap into the force and use their sabers. It's like that, that would take away from Obi's journey thus far. Yeah. So I totally understand yeah. the script is yeah. tight and it's, it's a perfect script for what it is. I was just like, you know, maybe where they go in six, I'm thinking like, you know, and for spinoffs, usually you're going to see that in the final episode, you're going to see maybe a scene at the end or, you know, something where all the rebels are together and someone in the background and it's like, well, that's a show. Yeah. <laughs> well, or, or you get the, or you get the, if Penn's right and they kind of, they kind of like, it ends with Obi-Wan going to Tatooine and then the path going to drop Leia off. Maybe they drop Leia off and they all look at each other like, now what are we going to do? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. There's I hope they don't stick around yeah. on Alderaan for too long. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out next spring yeah next spring oh, I just man that'll be wild after you that. know there's all these like yeah. great shows but uh, you know back to what you were saying grant I, I would actually like a lazy show you know like th yeah. the first episode of the uh visions 
you know, the traveling swordsman that just sort of like through the dark times, Quinlan Boss just like trying to help people and like random vignettes like, you know, uh, Zatuichi. Like we I mentioned wonder if there could be time. like a better call Saul or like a more just gangster film. Like I think Solo wasn't like gangster enough. And like I think you could make a real sort of like, you know, Godfather yeah. sort of gangster film, like a, a truly yeah. – I don't know Scorsese like Peaky Blinders, but sort of like thing. Sure, I think there's room for it. I think there is, and I think I think there's room for both those things. And Ben, like, there's room and want for that type of show where it's like a traveling swordsman show, or as I always say, The Incredible Hulk, where it's just like (laughs) because what's happening right now in another franchise, which I will talk about momentarily for a second, which is which is Star Trek. They're okay. kind of going through a, they're going through a similar thing as Star Wars. Like there's a lot going on in Star Trek. There's like five or four or five. Co- you need to co- break down co- what's going on in Star Trek because I'm, okay. I'm utterly confused. I, 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 I'll say because right. this is not Star Trek, but I, I will bring it back to why I think is there are like I think five separate Star Trek shows currently going on right now. Wow, so right. they've built some in of them are interconnected universe. as well, right? Like some of they're them... all like some are interconnected. They all you know it's it's similar. Like they take place in different times in the timeline. But it's all one timeline because they've forgotten all the JJ stuff. But oops. um, oops. <laughs> um, but the show that just premiered, and I've I've been kind of, and I'm a, I like Star Trek a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been kind of lukewarm on some of these shows, and my complaint with these shows is that they're too like one plot over twelve episodes of a season. Where I'm like, to me, Star Trek is mission of the week. You do a mission, and then you have characters, and their characters <laughs> build, but you have yeah. separate missions. And they just introduced a show called Strange New Worlds which is the enterprise before Kirk. Cause there's oh. like before captain Kirk. And I love this show guys. I, this show is amazing because it's, it's star Trek as I remember it. And this is not me saying like the way it should be, but like, it's what I've been, what I personally not saying what everyone else wants, but how I many personally have been craving. How many episodes are there of this one? Like so far? Yeah. Five, I think. Okay, I think I'm it's watching gonna be like 12. It's gonna yeah. Happen. Because what it is, is the, the characters develop and you get, you build plot with the interconnection of the characters. But every week is different mission, right? And yeah. I'm like, that is, I miss that from old school TV where you just have individual episodes that stand apart, overarching narrative with characters. So, Ben, that's where you can get with something like like yeah. that, that quote-unquote lazy show, right, where you get the traveling character. Right. I mean, it, you'd still need to find, like, there are... And, you know, we have to go back. I know we've talked about this, but the difference between Star Wars and Star Trek. But, you know, Star Wars obviously has its root in the in the the hero's journey. But I I think there's still ways to sort of tie in myth and do a sort of Star Trek like episode by episode thing. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But um, I I I don't know. I'd still like to see it because character can still build. Right. Yeah. And it could be if it's an ensemble, the characters, they create their own narrative story by the way they interact with each other. Right. Yeah. And similar to almost how like um, I mean, um Serenity did it, too. Right. Serenity or you do yeah. like the X-Files where you have like most episodes are standalone, but ever a couple episodes a season are moving a larger plot forward as well. Right. Yeah. There's room for it. I don't know. We'll see if there's enough volumes in yes. the world. There's five. So more they might they might need five more before we. They have the yeah. bandwidth to yeah. do that. I wouldn't but. mind just like an astrobiologist just exploring like a weird alien biome for like 35 minutes. Like I would just watch that show. I, I would <laughs> I mean, watch that show. Guys, I'm just going to say what I say every week. Dr. Afra, it's going to be Dr. Afra show. Yeah. <laughs> it's every episode is yeah. a different. You're doing a different exploration. Yeah. You're doing a different mythical thing. Sure. Great. I'd watch Orange County Choppers, but like in a starship hangar, (laughs) (laughs) making like customized Uh, ships for like various people in the galaxy. I would watch that show. Yeah. I mean, we're going to get there. It's just like the it just comes through as like breaking up fights. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know what you're doing, but it's like, yeah, her droids are like army of droids. (laughs) Oh, man, an army. Yeah, it could be Petla and like an Athorian. Oh, God. Uh, this was a chunky, chunky episode this week. You know, there's been mm-hmm. news also the past few weeks. We've been sort of avoiding. Um, I randomly stumbled across a quote from uh, Taika Waititi about his new feature film. Um, and he was saying, uh, it, it, I'm paraphrasing here, but he's like, I think I have to like go somewhere else. He's like, I, I just don't think that Lucasfilm wants me to 
you know, give you the background for the plans to the Millennium Falcon or Chewbacca's grandmother. Um, those two parts were actually what he said, um, which is encouraging. It, it means he's going to break new ground, um, potentially out of the yeah. Skywalker timeline, um, which is pretty yeah. exciting. Um, yeah. Also, I like think he it's wants a double to expand. He thinks like you know to to do anything like that is constrained by canon or what's the stories right. we know is just going to limit yeah. the gap see the size of the Geth scope Which, right and it makes perfect sense like go somewhere like do a yeah. new thing expand new characters new story new yeah. themes new yeah i i love it i think he i mean a guy we trust i mean he's delivered yeah. some of the best marvel movies we've ever seen and star yeah. wars he can only do good work so i'm gonna say something that might be a little controversial but i'm two and a half beards deep um let us not forget that's how the mandalorian started and well, that's disconnected. Yeah, it was just John and new and characters. Dave kinda, Dave it was in the same universe. Mando. Yeah. 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 And drawing then, up Mando and Grogu. And in then the, it tied yeah, right back in. And then it tied right back in because it got super popular and they were able to get rights to the characters that they couldn't get before, which is, to be frank, why, although there's so many amazing moments in episode season two that I love, season two to me is far weaker than season one of, of, of Mando well, because it's just like it's and now this and look at this and this character is popping in now. And well, this is happening. Also, also, like, I think a lot of people love, like, sort of the lived-in ad hoc t design of, of the language of Star Wars production yeah. design. And yeah. I think, like, I think we'd love a pirate show as, like, a fandom, as a fan base. <laughs> totally. You know what I mean? I think it'd yeah. be better to design a pirate character than Taika Waititi. And so, like, that'll be my kind of spec for, like, yeah. speculation for what that could be. Like, yeah. if anyone's going to design a code of, like, really fun swashbuckler character, it should be him. Like, he, yeah, he's just his comedic talents, and then he can turn it into drama within seconds. And he can. Yeah. yeah. He's a great writer. He's yeah. so good. Obviously, coming off making a pirate show called This Art Black Means <laughs> yeah. Death, yeah. Uh, which is amazing, and you should go see it. that connection. Just yeah. officially Sorry. this week got greenlit for a season two. Oh, perfect. Yeah. 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 So Pirates in Space. Pirates um, in Space from Taiga would be amazing. I, mm -hmm. I have a, a one more hot take on that. I think uh, that was like a, a, a double fake. And you were absolutely getting Chewbacca's grandmother and the, the designs. It's going to be a like smaller okay. prequel. <laughs> also, yeah, okay. Get his, be, yeah. his grandmother and we're going to get this, the designs for the Millennium Falcon. It's going to be the prequel. It's going to be the prequel to Solo. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's going to be a far, far prequel, I think. Yeah. You know, you yeah. know it is, if it's going to be Chewbacca's grandmother, it could be That's 300 years cool. in the past. So I'm on board. I will say anything, anything it's like. Kathleen Kennedy did say in another interview, I think either during or right after Celebration, that all of these movies are, are taking place post uh, the Skywalker saga. So post episode Please. nine. Yeah. It's Rogue Squadron. Yeah, that's that's what she said. Ooh. But it was it was a weird quote where I don't know. Like, that's, I, that's I, big news. It's big news. I don't know if she's speaking specifically to something, but the way it was framed by the authors is that she said all the movies are moving are are more are forward in the timeline are, you know, moving okay. the timeline forward. But I don't know about that. I would take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That would be an interesting, like, demarcation to make. Yeah. Which uh, especially since there's so much other media that's happening before yeah but then maybe that's why right because there's so much there's it, yeah. the, the real estate is so much more free, free after that and and, yes. and that actually makes me as a person who wants nothing more than to see a live action version of the rogue squadron novels i'm more excited about the Rogue squadron movie if it takes place after episode nine because yeah. like that's that's great that's unknown territory right they can still be fighting off is... the remnants of the final order and all mm -hmm. that yeah. Well, you know who can arrive in an X-Wing? Ray. Uh, Ray. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. At any given moment. Yeah. Any given moment, she can arrive in an X-Wing. Or Finn. Or Finn. Or Finn, yeah. Or Poe. Yeah. <laughs> any of them. Finn could arrive on foot and just, like, wreck stormtroopers at any, yeah. at any moment. <laughs> yeah. That would be amazing. I just, uh, I'm actually at the end of The Last Airbender, and it's... um. I love it so much. I don't know if you've mm. ever seen it, but the show I, so the actual the show, the yeah, the, the, cart, the Nickelodeon cartoon. Oh. Um, yeah, I've watched it a long time ago. It's yeah, it's, it's metal benders are my oh, it's fantastic. Um, it's a but it's a geek it, culture black hole for me. I know I should, and it's oh on my, my list gosh. of things that Carly and I are going to watch. I just no. haven't. This yeah. um this deep their camera op 
on my last shoot just went on and on about it and i was like i i'm i'm hopping in thanks adam <laughs> um is his name but um yeah it's it's lit. it's great but it, it gave me a lot of ideas i was like oh this is like really sequel sequel that's where, you know that's yeah. where feloni came Stuff. from because he worked on yep. the yeah yep his name's all over those that's that was his his beginning it's very Star Warsian too, in terms of like the, the powers and the connection to the spiritual world. Yeah. Okay, um, we did. We, we've now strayed far away from this. This was um, a fantastic episode. Next week, I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to do something special for uh, the finale of Obi Wan, um, and it's going to be fantastic. I'm going to be sad to to put this, uh, you know, yeah, close the book like on. Started. Obi-Wan, I know, so good, but I'm glad we'll have this series forever. Uh, it's beautiful. Yeah. I can't wait to rewatch the whole thing. Me too. Yeah, happy right. beeps, guys. Happy beeps. Happy, happy, happy beeps. Happy beeps. Uh, <laughs> we, we did get that, by the way. Is that just a random... Did, were you watching it on closed captioning <laughs> yes, as well? Yes, of Grant? course. Yes. There was oh, a closed captioning so that said happy beeps. So, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, when she saved... Yeah, yeah, yeah when she's cute. Yeah, it said happy beeps. Oh, <laughs> happy captioning. Yeah. Even the sound design there, like... Uh, Really, really mm -hmm. cute droid chortling. Oh, man. Yeah. Right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to us this week. Um, can't wait to talk to you again next week when we, we get this new episode. And as always, happy beeps. This is Grex Kondak signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at Core World News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you and good night. Remember, the Force will be with you always. Always. <laughs>